Hey wizards and welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. I am Noemi, I am. I'm going to be your host and today we're going to continue our how to hire and manage a remote team episode. This is the second part and we're going to talk about how to manage your team. If you have not had the chance to listen to the first episode, please do so by going to episode number 227 and um, listen to that one first and then I would recommend you to come back to this one. Getting into managing, what it takes to manage and which are the most important things that I've learned during these past years since we're working with a remote team. Um, I would simplify this as much as possible and give you just hints here and there. These are the things that I learned and I've seen most successfully working for our team. Let the show begin. First thing when it comes to managing, please know that management really takes time and if you're not experienced as a manager of a team and you're just learning this right away you understand that this is going to take time and you're going to perfect this and you're going to perfect this uh, when it comes to the team how to manage the team and also how you as a manager grow just making sure that you're not too hard on yourself when it comes to this because there are quite a lot of mistakes that you might be doing on this end hiring part is the easier part managing it's more complicated so when it comes to managing a team there are four pillars that i've seen that are most important these are soft and hard skills it's going to be leadership style second is communication channels third one is responsibilities and expectations and fourth is management on the project side and on the team side so let's go quickly through this the first one leadership style understanding who you are as a person it's going to be crucial during this step why it's because most of the time people are whoever is talking about management is going to give you a very structured idea of which are the hard skills that you should look at when it comes to the team however what i'm noticing most important is not how excellent you are in managing your team but knowing yourself knowing what type of leader do you currently are what type of leader do you want to be and what are your qualities and weaknesses and here it's going to be really an introspection to understand yourself okay which are your strengths which are the things that you're naturally really good at are you really good at talking to people which are your triggers which are the things that are pissing you off which are the things that are calming you down so knowing oneself how how you are as a human being is going to be crucial since now you're going to partner up with someone else because an employee is a partner they are going to help you they're a team member right so you cannot really change them but you can change yourself always and the idea here would be if you know what type of leader do you currently are and what type of leader do you want to be it's going to be way easier for you to manage your team and just a quick note here something that i learned during the way and a mistake that i did and i'm still learning how to avoid this is being very personal when it comes to someone as i was mentioning i am very open and I am upfront. And what I've seen is I tried to apply different leadership styles during these past two years. And what I'm noticing is that whenever I'm very open with someone and very friendly with someone, that is actually not something that is helpful towards uh, the employees. So now what I'm trying to do is being really professional and coming across as someone who is nice and polite, but strict and very concise in what the business needs are. This is going to be very helpful for you, especially when 
now you're managing a team but when it comes to firing it's going to be crucial for you because during these past years we've fired more people than uh, have them still hired on the team and what i'm noticing is that the fact that i am professional open but they don't have to know everything about me they don't have to know about my life they don't have to know about my thoughts they are not really your friends but they're employees i think that's a huge boundary that sometimes people just don't consider right because they say okay this is the first team member and i'm going to be open with them and so on so knowing where the boundaries lies in your leadership style it's going to be a huge step for you when it comes to building up a team second communication channels communication channels is something important to uh, ones that you hired to clarify because you will have one main communication channel this is something that we are currently using as well and works well on that channel it's going to be everyone is going to be on that channel if you have one person who just was hired full-time that person is going to be on that channel and really it depends on the number of your team so it can be whatsapp it can be uh, slack it can be any project management software but having a main channel is going to be crucial because that is the channel that everyone is going to communicate when it comes to formal stuff meeting scheduling you will have a second channel which is email right so uh, knowing everyone's email and asking for everyone's email is going to be something that comes down to the management side because that is also one of the communication channels and third what i wrote here and also if you want to look up on the mind map that we created for this episode please go into the show notes that here on my mind map i've also added emergency so in case of emergencies you should be notifying your team members and they should be notifying you in case that something really happened ask to be notified as soon as possible ideally an emergency is not that I'm ill today and I'm not going to show up, right? So uh, 10 minutes before starting their shift. So that is something that is not... It it says a lot about uh, your employee and it's something that you should be aware of that is not okay, right? But let's say it's an emergency, it's a real emergency. Something happened to a family member, something happened to your employee. They can really not show up for work and that would be classified as an emergency. And those emergencies should be notified on the main channel. Ideally, what you would like to have is, as I was talking about emergencies, let's say your employee is not showing up one day and you are waiting half an hour, an hour, two hours, and they are still not showing up five hours. So ideally what you would do here, if the employee is really, really new, um, obviously that is not a good sign, like really new, they just started a week ago and they they just disappeared on you. Um, But it might also be that it's really a legit emergency then what i would do is asking for emergency contact email and also a number sometimes it might be really something legit like last time one of these emergencies happened and one of our hires from philippines they just like their home was flooded emergency can happen it's just making sure that you have everything set up in order that uh, if these are happening, you are aware of that. It's going to be crucial. I think that's the most important to have a main channel and then also asking for emergency contact and a formal channel. Yeah, so email. Let's go to responsibilities and expectations. So here, something important. Whenever you're going to hire your first employee, full-time, part-time or project-based, 
there are two things to know responsibilities and expectations should be from you as manager and also for the team member for you as a manager depending on the expertise level you're going to hire if you're going to hire an expert then obviously you would let them know look we hired you an expert these are our expectations from you and these are the things that we are going to require in order to work with you so for example if they are an expert in i don't know how to create more instagram uh, leads or how to like grow your profile then if you want to also learn from them and understand how they are doing it just make sure that you're going to clarify that beforehand hiring them that you want to learn the process and that they should understand that and that you will have questions during the process if you're going to hire someone who needs training here what i would suggest is either be an expert of whatever you're hiring out as i was giving an example our first hire was a social media manager and she helped us brilliantly on how to schedule content and she was taking over everything i did and there i gave clear instructions clear sops i clicked, like i created videos of how i'm doing things and what are the expectations from her right so ideally you would do that you would create content from them training for them or small mini course or sops whatever you have but you would give that information and uh, something else what i am noticing people are hiring full-time employees and they themselves don't know how to do stuff so that is fine that's completely fine but giving you an example so we are just right now working in understanding active campaign how it works active campaign is something that we're going to use for email marketing and honestly uh there is no clear purpose of what do we want to learn, right? So we've been using active campaigns, but now it's going to be, okay, I have to give clear direction of, okay, which are the things that we have to learn right now in active campaigns and then understand what type of materials should I give to go through. And me, I should also understand how how the whole system works. Why is active campaign a good idea? Why it's, what are the things that we could do with active campaigns when it comes to email marketing? So understanding the whole process, I think it's going to be benefit for you, especially if you're hiring someone who needs training and not hiring an expert. And then also for you as manager, it's going to be important to have an onboarding process. And this is the, the one that I was talking about. So once that you're hiring someone, they should know what to expect from you. The SOPs, the training, that everything, what you have prepared, that should be, let's say, in a month, you're going to hire someone and they have to learn, I don't know, 10 skills. And those 10 skills will be learned, let's say, week one. This is the level that I want you to be in, like week two, week three, week, and week four. And once that you're going to have the fourth week, it's going to be easier for you to see okay i had a roadmap for this employee and these are the things that they achieved or did not achieve i highly suggest to list your expectations from this person uh, based on the job description that i'm expecting from this person and then look for those qualities during the the one month evaluation period having a system in place before hiring it's really important to have what we are doing internally is sitting down and we're going to hire out something that we already know how to do or something that we want to learn how to do so here for you what would be helpful is you can write sops in case that you know what needs to be done and you're going to train someone to learn those skills but 
if it comes to, as I was saying, active campaigns. Active campaigns uh, is something that we can also buy a course on, a training, or some watch some tutorials on YouTube. So the idea is that you can can go that route as well, that you don't have the information, but you're going to buy the information and then you're going to create content for uh, your employee to go through and understand the whole process. So there are different systems that you can set in place. Think risk averse. Okay, so what is going to happen when you don't have work for that employee or let's say it's a project base but you really enjoy working with them and you still want to keep them on the team so what's happening to them when there's really no work what are they going to do right so that's why it's important to have these things as backup plans so they will be still like working on something and you don't have to come up with ideas on okay what what are the things that they should be doing but maybe if you have a list of the things that you want to work on uh, like projects that you want to work on whatever you are working in the business right now let's say it's amazon post you have not used amazon post so far and you want to add that right so adding a list of those things and then adding quick links to maybe youtube links or tutorials or courses on how to learn those things it's going to be super helpful because you have them there ready so in case that let's say an employee it's not anymore like the, they finish the project but you still want to keep them on uh, on the team they will have at least backups on which are the things that they should be focusing on and when it comes to responsibilities and expectations for the team members they should know is what they are going to get if they are going to work on your team will you offer any benefits and if yes what are the benefits and when do they kick in a few examples of benefits internet package update time off bonuses health insurance or if exceeds weekly hours if you know that there are 40 hours it requires 40 hours uh, and they are charging you 45 50 hours or so on first off you should see if really they worked that long and then second if they did what we're trying to encourage here to rather take time off than just bill let's say uh, during a month period it added up like 10 hours of hours working right um, they would rather get a day off than bill you so here the idea would be to not encourage employees to write down just that they worked when they didn't and also you can increase payment based on the merits of the employee so these are only a few benefits but you can think of different ones as well if you are going to offer this just make sure that the team member will know about this stuff beforehand also for the team member it's going to be important project performance evaluation so if they're working on different projects here a project could be like could take two three years or so on or it's an ongoing project if they were hired to increase let's say amazon post because we were talking about amazon post so to increase your impression to increase your growth to really bring more traffic to your listings and they did not achieve that let's say in a month you will sit down and see okay which are the things that caused it or if they overachieved then you can also sit down and see okay how did we do that and if we can replicate the same process in the future and the third thing here so besides benefits project performance and project performance evaluation i wrote teamwork evaluation this is going to be important if you are planning on scaling and if you have more than uh, let's say even three employees how are they performing in the team are they good teammates is there any drama that they are causing us on this is going to be important because if they are the type of person who 
are not playing along well with your team, then you will have problems in the future. It doesn't really matter if they are geniuses. If you're looking for a teamwork oriented person and they are not, just be aware that that person might be that they, you have to change seats, you have to put them in different position and work on different projects. That's kind of it, but it comes to responsibilities and expectations for the manager and for the team member. And the fourth one is going to be management, the management side, project management and team management. When it comes to project management, you can choose project management softwares. A few tips from me, whenever you're going to choose one software, make sure that you're going to choose one software that it's okay to use it when you have one employee and it's okay to use it when you have 10 employees. Why is because then it's going to be an easier process for all the new team members who are just coming on board and learning the project management softwares. For example, we are using ClickUp and ClickUp is quite complex. And for what we have right now, actually ClickUp is way more complex than it should be or we should have, but we are building towards the future. Just make sure if, if the program has different views. I know that in Trello also you can see different views, you have lists, ports and so on. So in ClickUp, it's something similar. ClickUp really is going to overwhelm you with possibilities. So it's going to be very important that everyone uh, is going to see the same view or see what you want them to see. Basically, if they have daily goals, if they have weekly goals, if they have monthly goals, just make sure that they are going to see the whole or all the things that needs to be done. So you can avoid whenever it's daily tasks and they just finish their daily tasks, but they don't notice that they are overdue. Uh, for other tasks because it's daily tasks set up and all the responsibilities that they have for that day shows up. So just making sure if your uh, management software has different views. For the project management softwares, really keep it simple. Understand which is the easiest way how to use your project management software and use it that way. You can learn the software, you can watch videos or buy a course on how to understand the software and use it in the simplest way. Why? Is because it can get really overcomplicated and the idea of project management software, it's really just to do in progress and done or completed. So spending time on doing things instead of learning all the ins and outs of project management software, especially if you don't have one person that is hired for project management, but if everyone on the team is learning the project management software, just make sure that you are going to learn the most important things in the software. You don't have to become an expert in using the software. And that was project management. Now team management, it's going to really depend on the team size. If you have one person team, probably you're not going to do this, but let's say you have five team members, then what we like to do is having team get togethers. This is something helpful for the team because the team gets to know you better and you get to know them better. However, whenever you're going to have these get-togethers with your team, make sure that uh, you're going to look into your leadership style and you're not going to be way too open because then they are going to become too familiar with you so they're not going to take you very seriously or they're not going to see you as their team leader, but rather their friends, right? So make sure that if you're going to have team get-togethers, either that you're going to be professional, either they're going to have those team meetings by themselves. An idea, maybe if they are all from the same city, you can organize maybe a quarterly. What we have is uh, they just hang out and just eat some good food and just get to know each other so that's something or maybe moving up but that would be the idea for the team to get to know each other better
and this is going to sum up the managing phase this list is short and simple and i just really wanted to make sure that i'm going to mention only the things that are so far i've seen the most important when it comes to managing a team because if you don't know yourself if you don't know your leadership style if you don't have a clear communication channel where everyone is if you don't have clear responsibilities and expectations and there's no management in place it's highly likely that when you are going to hire someone you don't know what are the things that they will need to do and they will not know which are your expectations from them really hope that you enjoyed this episode and make sure if you want to check out the mind map that i created for the episode to check out the show notes thank you for listening much love to you and let me know if there are any specific topics that you would like us to bring on for the next episodes i'm always happy to hear from you be good see you next Wednesday.